0: Wow, we got a great and exciting show today. Today we are learning about what to do when you're coming into Canada, how to deal with that CANAP and how to deal with Health Canada. Stay tuned for our show and you'll learn all the tricks of the trade and how to deal with the new world order. Thanks for listening. You've got the Canadian Beacon Podcast here to help you and to help all Canadians we get this information today from a website called Canada for the it's a website that is not only uh, a website that deals with uh, protests protest and things of that nature but actually uh, provides scripts for Canadians to use in their fight against The tyranny of the Trudeau government. The website, standforthe.com has an interesting uh, mandate or mission statement. In their mission statement, they state, It has been our intention since the beginning to ensure that the government and court regard their obligation to operate based on the principles of common law. It is not necessary to override basic human rights in order to control the spread of communicable diseases. In Canada, we have always used voluntary methods and have been successful over and over again in controlling outbreaks of communicable diseases without the loss of human dignity and human rights we are experiencing now. We look for solutions where great harm is being done to human beings and no legal remedy is available. First and most importantly, we believe that rights are natural and God-given. Government does not own our rights, we do. Neither the government nor the court has authority to give us rights or take them away. Under common law, the rights recognized in Canada include the following fundamental rights. The right of the individual to life, liberty, security of the person and enjoyment of property and the right not to be deprived thereof except by due process of law. Among many other things, this right includes our right to refuse any medical procedure such as masks and lockdowns. Lockdown is an element of quarantine making it a medical procedure. The right of the individual to equality before the law and the protection of the law. This right includes our right to fundamental justice represented in the fairness triangle in this fairness triangle it gives us the freedom of religion freedom of speech freedom of assembly and association and the freedom of the press common law courts have power and obligation to provide significant protection of human rights it is our firm commitment to maintain common law in canada by endeavoring to educate people in common law, including ways and means to assert and maintain our rights peacefully and legally. Refusing to obey unlawful emergency orders is not a civil disobedience. We have a right to refuse any medical procedure, including masks, social distancing, and lockdown, which is a form of quarantine and therefore a medical procedure. If we are charged or fined under these emergency orders because we refuse to wear a mask, social distance, or lockdown, we recommend that people rely on the Canadian Bill of Rights that guarantee fundamental rights with no limitations which is held in section 2. Under this the Canadian Bill of Rights legislation, the government recognizes and commits to protecting these rights as stated above. You can use reference to this commitment by the government in the moment when attempts are made to violate your rights by refusing to comply and you do not have to assert these rights in court. However, you can also cite the Canadian Bill of Rights in court if you receive a claim against you, such as a ticket or a charge. From the government that you were acting unlawfully if you refused to wear a mask, social distance, lock down your business or your church or if you organize or participate in a protest or any other gathering, you can negate their claim with the Canadian Bill of Rights. The Canadian Bill of Rights clearly establishes that bylaws, regulations demanding that you forfeit your rights through police or bylaw endorsement are unlawful because such action by the police or bylaw violates section one and two of the Canadian Bill of Rights. Police, bylaw officers, and the justice of the peace are federally regulated in the Criminal Code of Canada and are subject to the conditions of the Canadian Bill of Rights. Therefore, refusing to obey unlawful orders by police or bylaw officers is not civil dis- disobedience, and the justice of the peace cannot legally find you guilty. We do not stand under the Charter of Rights and Freedoms because Section 1 affords the government arbitrary authority to limit our rights which is what they currently are doing. If you want to challenge the reasonableness of those limits under the Charter, you have to launch a constitutional challenge, which is a very costly, time-consuming, and only if in the terms of the potential outcomes. The Charter did not supersede the Canadian Bill of Rights. Refer to section 26 of the Charter, which confirms this. There are also dozens of cases after 1980 to that site. The Canadian Bill of Rights and the Emergency Act of 1988 commits the government to respect the rights contained in the Canadian Bill of Rights. The Canadian Bill of Rights was used after 1982 to strike down a section of the Federal Human Rights Code because it violated the right to unbiased adjudication, as well as section of the Indian Act that violated the Canadian Bill of Rights were also struck down as unlawful. Now a warning to you, none of the information I am providing is legal advice. I am not a lawyer and anything is just a suggestion of how you may want to approach a situation. But again, you feel free to consult a lawyer prior to uh, using any of these techniques. And here we go. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, let's get right into this standby for the.ca uh, script regarding travel documents for returning to Canada you got it this talk about the canAP. According to stand for the.ca the first thing you should do is state that you have full capacity to make medical decisions and am in good health and have not been exposed to anybody with COVID. Please be advised, I do not consent to a COVID test, quarantine, or having my rights violated by disposing my confidential medical information. At this point, you should ask for names and identification from everyone you speak with. Here's a number of anticipated questions from Border Services and screening agents, etc. Number 1. If they ask you, have, arrived, can, say, no. I have not installed the app as my phone is my personal property and I have the right to enjoyment of property under Section 1A of the Canadian Bill of Rights. And this is not a requirement under the Quarantine Act nor the regulations made under it. Second thing, when asking if you are vaccinated, that is my private and confidential medical information and I do not feel comfortable sharing it with my right to medical privacy, is protected under privacy laws and the Canadian Bill of Rights Section 1A again. If they assume your vaccination status and insist you test, you state, What medical qualifications do you have to confirm a diagnosis? Assuming my vaccine status is a diagnosis and ordering me to do a COVID test is a diagnostic tool. Please provide the appropriate medical qualifications. Forcing me into a test is a violation of informed consent. And section 1A of the Bill of Rights, which states I have the right to life, liberty, and security of person. Number four, if they threaten you for not wearing a mask, being unvaxxed, or refusing testing, state, what authorizes you to violate my right to inform consent with regards to a medical procedure. Being forced to wear a mask, take a COVID test, and to take a vaccine are all violations of provincial legislation regarding the right to inform consent. Furthermore, you are committing extortion by asking me to share my confidential medical information in order to enter into Canada. If they ask you to go to secondary, State clearly to them, officer, am I being detained or am I free to go? If they say yes, ask, please cite the legislation and the specific section of the legislation that allows you to detain me. If they cannot cite it, ask again if you are free to go. When they state you are not being detained, leave immediately. Do not pull into secondary, tell the agent you are leaving and leave. If they are holding your passport so you cannot leave or force you into secondary by indicating you would be running the border, then you inform them are you being illegally detained and you will seek criminal and civil action against them as they have no authority to detain you under the Quarantine Act. We look at the provisions of the Quarantine Act when Section 32A. Quarantine officer shall not detain a traveler if number A. The quarantine officer has reasonable grounds to believe that the traveler does not pose a risk or significant harm to public health. B. The traveler is transferred to a public health authority under Section 33. C. The release of the traveler is ordered under section, Subsection 29.6 or Subsection 30 or d the quarantine officer has reasonable grounds to believe that other reasonable means are available to prevent or control a risk of significant harm to public health if you're ticketed take the ticket with grace and fight it using the bill of rights not the constitution but the bill of rights of course stand for thee will uh, help you prepare for your case and they have scripts you can use that you can find on their site. Also, they, they are very supportive, and they say if you have any questions, contact them at standforthee, T-H-E-E, at gmail.com. Again, I'm not a lawyer, so I cannot attest to the legality or the authority uh, of which Canada for Thee has come up with these scripts or these this information. So please, if you use it, use it at your own risk. It seems that the Charter of Rights and Freedoms has come with a few problems. Uh, Namely, the main problem is Section 1, which limits our rights, uh, which has been used over and over and over again during this uh, occupation by the present Dictatorship. I guess you could call it dictatorship. So they have been limiting our rights, but they had seemed to have failed to see that the the initial Canadian Bill of Rights by uh, Pitford by John Diefenbaker in 1960 is still applicable in Canadian law today and is something we can refer back to it guarantees our rights as uh, people. It provides us with the information almost the same as the Charter, but the difference is there's no Section 1 to limit those rights. The other thing about the Canadian Bill of Rights is that when there's a challenge to it, the, the challenge is not necessarily heard by a judge who works for the government, or by a justice of the peace the works for the government. But it's the challenges are done with a jury situation as compared to just a judge alone. Now, that makes it interesting because that removes uh, some of the bias that a liberal-appointed liberal um, justice or judge can pit forward and deny our rights as we go forward. So... Thanks, John Diefenbaker. Thanks for doing his part in creating the original Bill of Rights, which formed the foundation of our now Constitution, but also still forms a a great part of Canadian legal uh, authority. So there you have it, people. There's an avenue, there's another defense, another option open for us in the future, which we can rely on. And you have been listening to the Canadian Beacon special podcast, giving us our life back to freedom. Thank you. You have been listening to the Canadian Beacon podcast. Again, thanks for listening and stay tuned for future episodes.